Maddox swung open the door to the room where they'd put Katrina, and a heavy hardcover book went flying at his head. He caught it, walked in, and shut the door behind him. He didn't bother to lock it. He knew she couldn't get past him. He glanced down at the book. So, you recommend James Rollins, he said. I haven't read him yet, but I'll give him a try when I have some free time. He set the book down on a small wooden table and sat down. Katrina was sitting on the bed, her shining hair rumpled, brown eyes blazing with rage. He still felt that sharp stab of longing deep inside, the one that he'd felt since the first time he'd seen her back in high school. It was like a strong magnetic pull. Katrina was the main reason he'd screwed around so much in high school and then college, always trying to sate a hunger that could never be satisfied. She was the reason he'd stayed single, hadn't bothered to claim a mate yet, despite everyone's urging. It wouldn't be fair to whoever he mated with. Until he banished this ridiculous fixation, the only thing that made sense was to stay single and keep his relationships brief and no strings attached. With Katrina being a member of the Mordhaus pack, he'd never even tried to act on his attraction. And he wouldn't now. He was an alpha, and his responsibility to his pack came first. Mating with the enemy? Never. In fact, when he'd seen her and Joy in town, he'd almost debated pretending not to notice them and letting them both escape. Having her here, so close to him, would be incredibly distracting. So why had he ended up letting Joy go and just taking Katrina? Well, Katrina was the Alpha's stepdaughter, so that would make the biggest statement. Or that's what he tried to tell himself, anyway. She glowered at him and yanked at the copper collar. Take this damned thing off of me. Here, let me help you with that. Maddox walked over, pulled the key out of his pocket, and unlocked it. His fingers brushed against her warm, velvety skin, and he felt blood rush to his groin. Her scent was intoxicating. He could smell her musky arousal mixed with honeysuckle shampoo. He fought the urge to lean in and inhale deeply. Instead, he moved away from her quickly. She ripped the collar off and hurled it across the room as Maddox walked back to his chair. He'd had Katrina placed in a room at the end of a wing off the pack's main house. The house was a sprawling 30-room structure where Maddox and many of the other single males of his pack lived. The room where they'd keep Katrina was sparsely decorated and secure. There was a wooden framed bed. There was a table and chairs. There was a small bathroom with a cast iron tub and basic toiletries. Toothbrush, shampoo and conditioner, soap, towels, toilet paper. He wasn't a complete savage, after all. The windows had bars on the outside, which could swing open in case of fire, but they were locked up tight. There was a bookshelf full of books and magazines, so she'd have something to do. He didn't expect her to sit there and stare at the four walls while she was there. So, comfortable? He gave a lazy smile, easily hiding his raging arousal. He was a master of stuffing his feelings down and putting on a poker face when he needed to. You son of a bitch! 
Katrina let loose a stream of curses. He waited for her to finish. It took several minutes. I'm going to kill you, she shouted. I'm going to rip your throat out. Based on your past performance, I tend to doubt it. You're welcome to try, however. Fur rippled across her face and her jaw lengthened. White fur, he noticed, as her ears sharpened to points and laid flat back against her skull. Black claws shot out from her fingertips and her fangs descended. She didn't shift fully, only her head. Probably didn't want to ruin her clothes, 